It is Friday, and if you are on the YouTube channel, check it out the page. On today, you are locked into the hottest show on the streets, the number one form for Crimson Tide football news, notes, and commentary. That being in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Really excited to have each and every last one of you tuning in to the show on this evening as we do each and every time bringing this to you from Tuscaloosa streaming this to you via YouTube and speaking of the channel go ahead right now give a thumbs up give a like on the show hit that subscribe button turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best and alerts notes news information coverage on your Crimson Tide not only are we streaming this from YouTube, though? For all my Facebook people out there, everybody in Facebook, in Facebook land, we are coming to you also, and also Twitter, streaming this live here on Twitter. So we got the YouTube going, we got the Facebook going, we got the Twitter going, providing you, the passionate Alabama football fans, with the best in coverage on your Crimson Tide. And we got a lot to talk about here on tonight's show. Football is back in the works here. The NFL first game of the pro season was last night on Thursday between the Chiefs and the Texans. The Chiefs got the win. Patrick Mahomes still doing his thing. Deshaun Watson, two of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league, went toe-to-toe. Chiefs got the win on last night. College football continuing this week. The Clemson Tigers play. I think they take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. A little ACC matchup going right there. The Crimson Tide will play on Saturday, September 26th, going to Columbia, Missouri to take on the Tigers. Alabama will, will wrap up week four of fall camp on Saturday. That being tomorrow with its second scrimmage inside Bryant-Denny Stadium. That will be fantastic to check that out. But, as always, we, we want to hear from you, Tide Nation. 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. It's always it's great to have the man, the myth, the legend in the production studio. My man, John Ivory. And on today, we celebrate three different things here. Number one, it is the 19-year anniversary of a September 11th attacks from, from uh, 2001 and just how strong this nation has been in banding together, sticking together, showing the unity and, uh, you know, our, the brave men and women, the brave soldiers that continue to fight for our freedoms, our rights within this country. So remembering the September 11th attacks from 2001. Number two, we pay homage to the GOAT, Paul W. Bear Bryant, the legendary head football coach at the University of Alabama. Today, he would have been 107 years old today. Some of the Big notes here from the Bear, 323 career wins, six national championships, 14 SEC titles, 29 bowling appearances, a three-time National Coach of the Year honoree, and during his time at Bryant-Denny, he was 72-2 and two inside the stadium, so only two losses there. So big ups to the Bear, Paul W. Bear Bryant, paying homage to him. Everything last but not least, today we celebrate our own Waylon Colburn, the TDA, the MVP of the TDA YouTube chat line, celebrating his birthday on today. So shouts out there to my man Waylon celebrating his birthday but like i mentioned we got a lot to get to a lot to talk about a lot to conversate on and we're going to start this thing off alabama second scrimmage of fall camp this weekend on saturday inside bryant denny and and this is the scrimmage to where we start to figure out who will be the starters who will be the first string who will be the marquee guys if i, if I have to take a reference here from the movie Drumline, who would represent as P1? The main guys you got to look at here for the upcoming season. This is the last time preseason where you get to see players show Nick Saban, hey, I'm the guy, I'm the man, I need to be starting here you know, on this football field. And at the quarterback position, we look at Bryce Young. 
We look at Bryce Young here for the Crimson Tide. How badly does the man from California, how badly does the five-star product, how badly does Young want to be QB1? How badly does Young want to be the starter here for the Crimson Tide? And this is a huge scrimmage here for Bryce because, like I mentioned, this scrimmage right here is where you get to see who will be the starters who will be the first team guys? Who will be the leaders? Who will be the marquee players that you know other people have to look up to? Other people have to you know see hit that field and really really play and and, and dominate and excel. So in the case here for Bryce Young, did not have spring practice, didn't have a spring due to the coronavirus pandemic, and then of course Coach Saban had to fight for the. Workout program, the preseason practice program. This has not been your average normal fall camp. Uh, Bryce did not participate in the first scrimmage in the live action practice uh, the Tide had on last week. He did okay, did some good things, did some decent things, but had some struggles in here. So this time around, here is Bryce's opportunity to show Nick Saban Coach, I understand, you know, Max got the experience. Max got the knowledge of the system. You know, Max got the respect of the team. But I bring something to the table that Mac Jones doesn't have. I bring something to the table that, you know, Mac Jones does not possess. He doesn't carry. With Mac Jones, you know, he can get you 10 wins, 11 wins, 12 wins, Coach Saban. But me, I can get you to that championship, Coach Nick. Me, you know... I can deliver that seventh ring. I can deliver that seventh national championship to your resume, Coach Saban. I can get this program the 18th national championship in its history. Coach, you want to get all of these folks off your back about your championship window is closing and the competition's gotten better and look at Dabo Sweeney, look at what Coach Ed Ogeron's doing at LSU and look at other programs. If you want to get the national media off your back, Coach Saban, and and prove once and for all I am that man, I'm still that coach, I'm still that dominant factor, and college football coach Nick, then that's going to come from me, Bryce Young, at the quarterback position. And for Bryce, he has got to ball in this scrimmage. You can't go out there being decent, being average, being good. This young man has got to put up a show in side of Bryant-Denny Stadium on Saturday. He's got a hit on passes. He's got to have big play after big play after big play after big play. Upon Bryce Young leaving the stadium this weekend, he has got to put in the minds of every coach. He has got to put in the mind of every player. He has got to put in the minds of even the spectators that will be watching the, spread, watching the scrimmage that he's QB1. He's the starter. He is the guy. Bryce Young has to leave Brian Denny with coaches having gum fall out of their mouth going, it doesn't get any better than this kid. Bryce Young has to leave Bryant Denny with players going, did you see that? Did you see this dude? Did you see this kid? Did you see this young man? Like, this is the guy. This is the guy that's going to get us the national championship. It's either him or nothing. Bryce Young has got to leave that stadium with that type of idea planted in the minds of the coaching staff, planted in the minds of the team, you know, around him. How badly does he want to be QB1 here for this program when you discuss the Crimson Tide? And where a lot of this is concerned, you look at the coordinators that, that are in these different events, whether it's the Elite 11 competitions, whether it's the Under Armour All-America game or the U.S. Army, you know, All-America Bowl or the Nikes, the opening competition. You know, all, all of these venues where you have these coordinators that have been around these particular events for years and you have the media 
that will put a camera and a microphone in front of the face of these coordinators and ask and, uh, and, and ask them or address them by saying, you know, Mr. So-and-so, Ms. So-and-so, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been running this for X number of years. You've seen the best of the best come through these events. Tell us about Bryce Young. What is it about Young here? What sets Young apart from any of these guys that you have looked at? And we have seen different coordinators say, well, you know, I've been running this event for 20 years, for 50 years, for 100 years, right? And I've seen college football royalty come through these events here. I've seen the Tua Tungvaluas. I've seen the Trevor Lawrences. I've seen the Justin Fields. I've seen the Justin Herberts. I've seen all of these guys. And all of these guys are really, 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 really good. Some of these guys, Heisman Trophy winners. Some of these guys go on to be, you know, first-round picks. But... None of these guys have what Bryce Young has. None of these guys have anything on Bryce Young. They, they, they don't do what Bryce Young can do. And when you out there as Crimson Tide fans, you hear these type of statements, you see these type of statements from these coordinators of these different events, you go into hyperdrive because it's like, oh, oh my gosh, did you not see what he said? This guy said he saw Tua, he saw Trevor, he saw Justin Fields, he saw all of these guys, and yet none of them come close to Bryce Young? Yet none of them come close to what Bryce can do? Yet none of them are hitting on what Bryce is hitting on? Bama's getting freaking Superman in here. Like, bump the playbook. Bryce don't need a playbook. Bryce don't need a playbook. That man built strong country, strong cock diesel right now. You got to start Bryce Young. Now did you hear so-and-so and so-and-so that's been running this camp for 80 dozen years? He didn't came out and said Bryce Young's the best he's ever seen. We got to put Bryce out there. Bryce has got to be the starting quarterback. So you got fans kind of into hyperdrive when you get – these types of statements, these types of comments from the coordinators of these events, like the Elite 11, like Nike's The Opening, like the Under Armour All-America game and the U.S. Army All-America Bowl. So, so what this is, what this does is, there is pressure and there is five-star pressure. So for players that go to major Division One programs, there's pressure at every major D1 school you go to. But in Alabama... People like to joke about how Alabama's the 33rd NFL team, but that's no joke right there because Coach Saban runs this program like an NFL franchise. He runs this program like a big-time program. And uh, we're, we're, and we, when you look at that and, and when things like that are concerned uh, for fans out there, when you get a five-star quarterback like a Bryce Young, it's – He's got to pop year one. He's got to pop off the rip. He's got to pop out the gate. If not year one, then at least at the very worst, you know, you red shirt him his freshman year. And by his, you know, second year in the system, then he pops and he becomes full-fledged. In this scrimmage here, in this scrimmage, Bryce has got to hit on all cylinders. He's got to hit on big plays. He's got to score the football. He has got to put... A, he's got to make Nick Saban think a little bit here. And that's where Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Hurts come in. What made Tua and Jalen special as, as freshman players, both guys forced Nick Saban to think a little bit. Tua Tagovailoa in 2017, you know, Coach Saban knew, I got the SEC Freshman of the Year, the SEC Offensive Player of the Year in Jalen Hurts, but I can't look away from Tua Tagovailoa because, you know, if I don't play Tua, this could come back to haunt me. This could come back to bite me. This could come back to get me because, you know, he's just that good. Tua Tagovailoa made Nick Saban think a little bit. And the same way for Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts in 2016, Alabama had uh, Blake Barnett, who was a five-star from California, big-time prospect. But Jalen Hurts came out there and made Nick Saban think, and Nick Saban just had to start him, just had to play him. For Bryce Young in this game, in this scrimmage, as much as... As Mac Jones has the experience, he has the respect of the room, he has the respect for the team, he has the camaraderie of the room. 
the camaraderie of the team, and he's got all the confidence in himself that he can take this team and win a national championship. Fans don't look. You guys don't look at Bryce Young as the average Joe. You don't look at Bryce Young as the average quarterback. Y'all look at him as somebody that is next level. So for him in this scrimmage, he wants to have a chance to start week one against Missouri. He's got to come out here and flat out ball. Flat out out make plays flat out command control grab nick saber's attention and not let go of it if he does not you're looking at mac jones here as the starting quarterback week one against missouri but bryce young has his mission cut out for him we take our first break here on the show don't touch that dial we're just getting started here on a friday Upon our return, we entertain your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your questions, your concerns. Let's talk Bama after this. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide, only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, people, we are back into the action here, folks, from the break on the hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for Crimson Tide football news in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have everybody in here on tonight's show. Uh, be sure to give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best and alerts, commentary, and coverage on your Crimson Tide. Got some super chats here to shout out here on today. First off, how about Marcus Davis? Marcus Davis coming in here with that cool 999 uh, helping us out here on TDA. Appreciate the love there from Marcus Davis via Super Chats. We got Wayland, the president of the TDA fan club, dropping in 99 cents there. Appreciate that, Wayland, on the birthday, the birthday man, dropping in that 99 cents there, helping us out here on TDA. And also Roll Tie and Rise Up, giving us that cool 10 bucks there. So appreciate Roll Tie and Rise Up, our man Wayland and Marcus Davis. Helping us out there in the Super Chats. But if you look here at the screen, we have our top five donators for the month and our top five donators of all time. Top five donators of the month on the screen. Top five donators of all time. Just we appreciate you guys showing your support here for Touchdown Alabama Magazine for the YouTube channel to, uh, to the show and just showing our appreciation to you guys, the passionate fans that make this show what it is, that make Alabama football what it is. We got the top five, we got the top five uh, donators of the month and the top five donators of all time here for TDA. We appreciate you guys. But as always, 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. And we get our thing going off here with Waylon. It's Friday, my brother. Happy birthday to you, Waylon. How you feeling? Oh, we're having a good day today. It's Friday on TDA. No other place I'd rather be at 6 o'clock on TDA. I tell you what, I see all this money on the left and right hand side, but I had to get some different glasses. I couldn't see through the ones I had on. What's going on down there, Stephen? Doing good, man. Doing good, Wagon, Alabama. It's second scrimmage coming up on Saturday. That being tomorrow, going to get a chance to get some information on Bryce Young. How will he perform in this scrimmage here and trying to maybe get Nick Saban to think a little bit. Mac Jones is, is, is the real deal. Mac Jones is the man, but this is Bryce Young's opportunity to say, you know, Coach Saban, you know, Mac's good, Mac's great, but maybe I can provide to you a little bit more than what maybe Mr. Jones can provide. So going to be looking forward here to the scrimmage on tomorrow to see how a few of these young players perform. 
Oh, yeah, he's looking good, Bryce Young is here. I think he got over his little, uh, maybe his little six spell he had or whatever happened there. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a battle for the quarterback position this year. But uh, we'll see what happens here. we got several in the quarterback room, I think, can handle the job pretty well. I don't think we're going to have too much problem at quarterback uh, or anywhere else the West looking this year, you know, with all this stuff, all this, especially this 2021 classes. I don't think I've ever saw a recruiting class uh, like this, Stephen, but uh, it's Friday. A lot of people are going to get in here, and we want to remember Coach Bryant. Uh, what was it, I think you said there, 323, 85, and 17. That's a pretty good record, ain't it, Stephen? Man, you can't beat that with a stick. <laughs> 13 SEC titles, six national titles. I'll tell you what, I don't know. I done forgot all the bowl appearances, maybe. 29 or 30, am I hitting close somewhere there? I'm just 29, you're right, 29. Yeah, I I forgot that one, but I was just having to guess on that. Of course, we never want to forget 9-11, and, uh, you know, it's just been a a lot of days here, you know, a lot of stuff going on, and we don't want to forget that, but we don't want to forget Coach Bryant. He was the – without him, uh, Alabama wouldn't be where they're at today, Stephen. I don't – I mean, that's just the bottom line. We don't, there's no other way to put it, but just uh, just slap it right down on the table. I know Alabama wouldn't be where they're at without Coach Bryant. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the uh, the coach that he was, the leader that he was, uh, the man that he was, and, and, and a guy that just wanted to see everybody succeed, regardless of race, regardless of you know what your position was. He wanted to see everybody on that field succeed and, and get to the next level, both on and off the field. So a true greatest of all time, true GOAT, true leader, true human being. Um, don't nobody come close to uh, Coach Bryant. No, I don't think they have enough uh, statues up out there. I've got so many lines wrote down here, I don't even know if I'll make it through here or not. But everybody in the uh, in the chat, hello, and uh, it's looking good out there. Hello to everybody, like I said, in the chat. Have a safe weekend. We'll try to be back here on Monday once again, and we'll try to. I had so many lines written down here. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do it. We'll try to end like this right here. It's Friday on TDA. He was the greatest football coach ever in the modern day. Coach Paul Bear Bryant's 107th birthday. Let's see where we're going to go with this. We all remember the day that they told us he had passed away. It was like, it was like we felt like time had stood still. It was like tasting a bitter pill. The day we will not mourn, we will celebrate the greatest coach ever born. He turned boys to men, won championship after championship. They all lost when they faced a hound's tooth and him. It was 315 and 323. Just ask anyone. They all know what it means. So, Coach Bryant, if you're looking down. Got on lost Wagner. Wagner, you still there? Wagner, you still with us? Stay on here, stay Uh, well, I knew not to do this. I knew not to do this one, so I, I should have let you wrote this one. Let let you have read this one out. If you're looking down, we'll never let you down, Coach Bryant. We'll never forget you. Huh? Never let you down. He was the best. So, anyway, y'all, uh, y'all remember Coach Bryant. We wouldn't be where we at without him. So I'll get off here. Everybody have a good weekend, and we'll try to be back on Monday. And, I appreciate everything you do, Stephen. You do a great show down there. I appreciate it. We'll catch everybody on Monday, okay? Absolutely, Wagon. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, Stephen. Got to love Wagon, man. Even you know, getting a little choked up there, getting a little emotional, talking about you know Coach Bryant, and he he was a legendary man, a legendary coach, legendary human being, um, a man amongst a man amongst boys, and, and a guy that once again he wanted to see everybody succeed everybody do well and everybody excel in terms of the players the administration everybody he was around but we continue the conversation in the chat here well in the conversation on the phone lines on a friday you're live on in my own words what's going on good evening how's how things going uh steven and john this is one of your perry county fans calling just to give a shout out to y'all doing an awesome job appreciating the pc area the 
Perry Kyle, the PC area, showing us some love here. We're doing good. We're doing fantastic. Just continuing to give the Alabama fans what, what they desire, which is great football talk, entertainment, and uh, doing that with a smile. But we appreciate the call. Oh, man, I'm enjoying the show. Enjoy whaling and uh, just having an awesome time listening to you guys. Just keep up the good work and have an amazing weekend. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, y'all take care. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Appreciate Perry County of the PC area. Oh, my guys down there in Perry County. They do an incredible job down there. But as you guys continue to get your thoughts together, 205-448-1358. I've got number once again, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you, 205-448-1358 here. So I know a lot of people were talking about after, th- after Wednesday's show on uh, Christian Barmore and, and, and along with Christian Barmore, I got some uh, some calls and some texts and some concerned about one Alex Leatherwood as well. So just an update here on Barmore and Leatherwood. First off, with Christian Barmore, everything's fine with him. He's okay. He's back in practice. He's back working. The coaching staff and Barmore has smoothed things over. So the original situation was, you know, Alabama was looking for Barmore to be a leader on the defensive line to help out with Fidarian Mathis and LeBron Ray and helping out the young players, the young guns on the defensive front. And uh, when Barmore start, when Barmore came back on campus for fall camp, he came back 10 to 15 pounds overweight, and the coaching staff was very upset about that, disappointed about that, hurt and frustrated about that because everybody on the team loves Barmore. They respect Barmore. They enjoy the player, the energy that he brings to the team. But, you know, came back 10 to 15 pounds overweight and uh, they kind of charged that to, you know, not being disciplined, you know, not being motivated to keep that weight, you know, off of him. And uh, during the practice that happened, uh, he got a little bit lazy in a drill. And, you know, Coach Saban not trying to have the laziness. He's trying to have people firing on all cylinders. He's coaching with a sense of urgency because he does not want a third year to roll out of here with him not winning a national championship. So, you know, Barmore got a bit lazy in a drill. And uh, Pete Golding, we all know Coach Golden is all about energy, effort, go on out, go full throttle, give it your best, best effort. And he saw one of his best players, you know, not giving that effort in a drill. And so he jumps on over Barmore. And he and Barmore have a bit of a shouting match there and put Christian at the back of the line, had Justin Boy be at the front of the line running the first team drills with Dale and uh, LeBron Ray. And Barmore was not happy about that, went home and took all of the stuff off the Instagram and, you know, things of that nature. I'm going to have to comment, you know, I'm just not feeling it here anymore. But uh, the program has smoothed it out with him. He has smoothed it out, you know, with the program. And it's one of those situations where you've got real competition back in Alabama. Everybody's fighting everybody. Everybody's challenging everybody. You got younger guys nipping for spots. You got freshmen nipping for spots. So you, you can't afford to slack. You can't afford to let your guard down. You can't afford to slip up because if you slip, somebody else is taking your spot, even if it's just in a practice. And we saw that there with Barmore, but he is okay. He's going to try to push and, and get back to his either his starting spot at defensive end or at least be that, you know, that first guy off the bench there for the tie. When you look at Alex Netherwood, uh, many people were asking me. He was not at practice uh, the other day. What, what, what was up with Netherwood? He you know, exposed to COVID, so he was in the COVID protocol. He does not have the virus, but got exposed to the virus. And when you get exposed to COVID, the coaching staff, training staff, medical staff, they're all taking those extreme precautions. So got tested there, and uh, he's been out, you know, quarantined for about 14 days. He's on the back end of that 14-day quarantine. So in the next two to three days, he'll be back out there on the field, you know, with the guys who will miss the second scrimmage, but more than likely we'll miss the second scrimmage, but I mean, with Alex Netherwood not being out there, it's not a huge hindrance just due to Netherwood's played a lot of football. He's been on the field a lot. He started over the last two years, 2019 at left tackle, 2018 at right guard. So, 
He has played a lot of football, so this gives an opportunity for a couple of other guys to really step up and show that continuity there on the offensive line. But just going back to Barmore and uh, Alex Netherwood, both of these things got from learned from uh, respectable, credible inside sources from within the program. So Barmore is fine. Just got a little bit, you know, a little bit, you know, hot tempered there. He's okay. It's been smoothed over. He's fine. He's back in practice. Alex Netherwood would expose there to COVID a little bit in quarantine, but it's on the back half now of that quarantine. Should be back out there in practice within the next two to three days. Granted, probably more than likely between Monday and Tuesday of next week. But before we take our next break here, got some super chats here to shout to shout out here. Kevin Compton throwing in that four ninety nine via the super chats here, helping us out on YouTube for TDA. Kevin Compton that four ninety nine, and also Willie three five one helping us out there with an eight eighty eight that's Smooth $8.88 there. Appreciating the love there coming from Kevin Compton and Willie351. But we take another break here on the show. Upon our return, we sit down with the esteemed elite quarterback developer, Lavelle Durant out of Seattle, Washington, to talk more of Bryce Young. You'll hear Durant after this. want delicious homestyle cooking, sushi, and hibachi, check out Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At home and you can't get away from the TV because the Crimson Tide is about to score? Don't worry. Delivery is also available through Waiter in Crimson To Go. That's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And make sure you let them know the good folks at Touchdown Alabama sent you. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, people, we are back in from the break on the hottest show on the streets, the number one form for Crimson Tide football news in my own words with yours truly, of Steve, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciating everybody for tuning in, checking us out here on a Friday. As always, be sure to give us a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best in entertainment and commentary on your favorite program, the Crimson Tide. But we're going over to the phone lines right now. We pick up my man, the esteemed, the elite quarterback developer out of Seattle, Washington, my good man, Lavelle Durant, big time. And how you feeling right now? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Trying to stay positive in these, these crazy times right now. How are you? Absolutely. Cannot complain here, my man. Really happy to have you on the phone lines right now. The talk, true freshman, five-star quarterback Bryce Young. Now, I remember you and I spoke off the air before coming on that you and Bryce, you know, go back to when Young was in the eighth grade there, you know, on the West Coast. You've gotten the chance to be around him, to work with him for quite for quite some time. And this weekend here, he's got a big scrimmage here coming up. Now, Young did not take part in the first scrimmage and the uh, live action practice on last week. Did some good things, but this week here, final scrimmage of the preseason, final opportunity to kind of show Nick Saban, hey, coach, I know what Mac Jones brings to the table, but I believe I can provide this team just a little bit more. But from you being a quarterback and from you working with Brian, what's kind of the biggest challenge in blocking out that external noise, those outside pressures, and just focusing on playing your game, just playing football? Yeah, man, you, you just hit it right on the head. The most important thing is just to block out all the noise that's outside of Tuscaloosa. Focus on the game plan, focus on the script, just continue on learning and becoming that sponge that he is, he has become and, and get out there and play his game. You know, it's uh, – Right now, it's time to shut off the social media and turn the television off and start to start scripting. So, kind of, so uh, you know, Lavelle, 
What are some things that you expect to see him do? What are some things that you would like to see him do that you want to see him do here in this scrimmage when you look at Coach Saban's going to put situational football on him, uh, moments where you're going to have to score the football, you're going to have to put drives together, you know, look at the clock, you know, balance out situations on the field. So what would you like to see him do in that scrimmage when he's out there, when the ball is in his hands, when he's controlling the offense? Well, we know Bryce is Bryce. Bryce is a lightning bolt. You know, he's going to definitely give you the highlights and the, and the things that you can put out there on Twitter. But what I would love to see from Bryce is him to be a little bit more patient and confident in the pocket, kind of standing still, planting those feet and driving off that back foot. That's what I want to see from him. We know he could break attainment. We know he could hit the edge. We know he could extend plays. And we know he has a hell of an arm. But what I want to see from him is to sit in that pocket, be patient, focus on timing, getting that ball out of his hands, going through the proper reads, not afraid to check down, and just showing how comfortable he is in all the things that he's been working on since January. Now, there are – there are two types there are two types of pressures in college football avail. I know for every young man that goes to a major Division One college program, there's pressure. But in Alabama, you look at there's pressure and then there's five-star pressure because all the fans out there, they want to see those five stars pop, uh, do well, excel, especially in the first year. Now, you have a lot of guys that may redshirt that first year, learn the playbook, get the grades in line, and in the second year, you know, really excel and do some things. But more times than not, uh-huh. you want to see that true freshman try his best to excel within that first year or so with him coming from California and the big stage he was on at modern day high school, how built is Bryce Young for this pressure, for these expectations that are going to be thrusted upon him and that are already kind of thrusted upon him? Well, he's definitely built for it. He's definitely built for it. Like you just said, he went to modern day, which is a prestige program in Los Angeles. It doesn't get much bigger than that. He's been on the television screen. He's been through the Elite 11 process. You know, so he, he's definitely prepared for all the all that comes with this five-star role that he has uh, uh, adopted. But again, that kind of goes hand in hand and makes me wonder and hope that he's able to block all that out and just get out there and just play his game. If you're just tuning into the show, ladies and gentlemen, we have the esteemed elite quarterback developer Lavelle Durant out of Seattle, Washington, on the phone lines right now. Worked has been working with one Bryce Young since the young man was in the eighth grade. Durant graciously joining us live here on the show. So do, during your time working with Young Lavelle, what were some of the key things, some of the key aspects that you tried to hone uh, when it comes to his game? Uh, and upon you first getting that chance to work with him what jumped off the page what kind of had you salivating and going you know this young man once he really gets it they're not going to be able to stop him yeah he's different he's different what what jumped out to me was intangible it was his understanding of the game the most impressive thing that i've seen bryce do is last year against i can't remember who he was playing against it was a big time game his rival guy, uh, DJ, at Clemson was the quarterback on the other se- of the team. He saw his protection. He saw that there was too many guys in the box, and he was outnumbered. So he checked into a nice slide protection and knew that he was going to take care of that sixth guy that was coming off the edge. So he baited that guy and extended the play and threw a dime. And it was the most impressive thing that I've seen from a high school young man in quite some time. So his knowledge of the game and his football presence and his awareness and the way that he's able to react is just out of this world. Now, when you were working with him, like what, what were some of the key kind of qualities, aspects that you wanted to drill into him uh, coming from being a quarterback yourself? What were some of the main focal points that you were like, Bryce, this is what we're going to work on to make sure you're going from uh, you know better to better to better? Being patient, being patient, not – so focused on immediately taking off out of the pocket, but sliding around, getting comfortable with his footwork. So staying in the pocket as long as he possibly can before it is a must for us to get outside that pocket. So that was one of the main things that we focused on. I remember the few times that I went down to California. Just stay in patient, stay in patient, stay in patient until the time's right, then you can take off. <laughs> 
Absolutely. We got Lavelle Durant here on the phone line, the esteemed lead quarterback developer out of Seattle, Washington, joining us live here on the show. Talking one, Bryce Young, as he prepares for the second scrimmage for the Crimson Tide to end preseason, to end fall campus. The Tide will take on the Missouri Tigers on Saturday, September 26th in uh, Columbia, Missouri. Now, he fast learner Bryce Young is, not having a spring. Uh, Coach Saban had to kind of fight for the preseason practice program. He's picked up some things quickly here in fall camp. When you look at Steve Sarkeesian and when you look at what he's going to have to do in this scrimmage to not only get Bryce comfortable, but have that confidence for Young going out there, you know, making this plays despite the pressure that may be in his face, what would you like to see from this scrimmage from Steve Sarkeesian's viewpoint and making sure that you know, Bryce is not only being dominant, not only being patient and composed on the field, but I got him in a situation where he can kind of show Coach Saban I can do some things. Just give him, like I told I think we, you and I went over this uh, a few weeks ago, and I like this question a lot. I would love to see Saban give him a script that, that Bryce is comfortable with. Give him about five to six plays and let him go out there and operate so that he can get the ball out of time, so that he can hit the right reads, so that his pre-snap reads are what they he believes they are and be able to go out there and be effective with what he thinks he knows and sees that's going on. So I'd like to see Steve just get him in a good rhythm, put him in a rhythm that he's uncomfortable with and see how he handles that. He's LaBelle Durant, ladies and gentlemen, the esteemed quarterback developer out of Seattle, Washington, coming on here, talking with us about one Bryce Young, the five-star freshman quarterback for the Crimson Tide, by the way, of California, looking forward to getting a strong performance in and the Crimson Tide second scrimmage, which will be on tomorrow inside Bryant-Denny Stadium. LaBelle, my man, appreciate you so much as always coming on here, taking time out of your day to be a part of the show bringing this to load down the skinny on Bryce Young and the things that you want to see from him this upcoming season. You stay safe, my man. Take care of yourself. Be good out there. Pleasure, man. God bless. Thank you guys for everything. Absolutely. Enjoy having Lavelle Duran on here talking about one Bryce Young. Hopefully he can come out here on tomorrow inside Brian Denny, calls Nick Saban to think a little bit and push for that shot to maybe start week one of the college football season for the Crimson Tide against Missouri. We're taking another break here on the show, but that doesn't mean you go away from the screen. Upon our return, we dive back into your phone calls, your tweets, your chats, your concerns. We're talking Bama. And we're doing it after this. menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back into the action here, folks, on the number one form for Crimson Tide football news, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate you guys tuning in on a Friday. It's great to have the man, the myth, the legend, the maestro, John Ivory, in the production studio. And we are back on you, Tide Nation. Yes, back on you. 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you. But as you guys get your thoughts together, going to go into, you know, pretty cool topic here. So ESPN, ESPN's Chris Lowe released his, or ESPN released their uh, college football 
preseason All-America team, the 2020 college football preseason All-America team on this week. And six Alabama players made the list. Those six guys that being uh, those six guys being Devonta Smith at wide receiver, Devonte Smith, Deontay Brown, Alex Leatherwood, Dylan Moses, Patrick Sertan II, and Jalen Waddle. Those guys one more time: Devonte Smith, Deontay Brown, Alex Leatherwood, Dylan Moses, Patrick Sertan II, and Jalen Waddle. All making the ESPN preseason 2020 college football All America team. And all six of those guys very deserving to be on that list. Uh, Dylan Moses, we all know, did not play at all in 2019 due to a knee injury in August camp, but he's back. The communications, Chris, the knee is healthy. He's flying around the field. He is making sure everybody's lined up in the proper place throughout fall camp. So Moses is back with a vengeance to make sure this Alabama group back to being a top five defense in the upcoming season. Patrick Sertan II, he's good. He's he, he's he's good. Five-star player. But for Alabama fans, they want to see him take that step from going and going from good to great and going from good to elite and going from good to being a lockdown, shutdown corner, taking away the opposing team's best wide receiver on the island there. When you look at the offense, Devontae Smith, we have seen what this man is capable of in three seasons. He's gone from being the clutch game-winning second and 26 receiver as a freshman to the one of the guys that catches 40-plus passes in his sophomore year to last season. Devontae Smith was the leading man, the young man from MI, Louisiana. At 6'1", 175 pounds, Smitty led the Crimson Tide in receiving yards, 1,256. Touchdown receptions with 14. Yards per catch average with 18.5. Yards per game average with 96.6. Had three 100-yard games last year, including a pair of 200-yard performances against LSU. And Ole Miss, we all know what Devontae Smith is capable of doing. He's back. Another big year for him on the rise this season. When you look at uh, Alex Netherwood, big-time offensive tackle. His second season at left tackle this year at 6'6", 312 pounds. Last year, he graded out at 89% at the position, missed only seven snaps, missed only seven assignments. In 752 snaps, gave up just two sacks and three quarterback hurries the entire 2019 campaign. He's looking forward to neutralizing those speedy edge rushers that the opposing teams will put out there, especially in the SEC. So looking forward to seeing what Alex Netherwood can do. Deontay Brown, big cornbread Brown, making that move from right guard to left guard in the upcoming season as Nathan Dickerson will play right guard. Deontay Brown, who missed uh, the first four games of last season, but played the last nine, started in eight of those, eight, started in eight of those nine games at the right guard position. So Deontay Brown, happy to have him back. And then last but not least, Jalen Waddle, who was the all-purpose player by ESPN. I don't know why people are not respecting Waddle as a wide receiver. I know they forced him the ball last year. I know it was not organic or naturally done, but the brother still had 560-yard receiving with six touchdowns. I mean, he was still dangerous for crying out loud. But this year, Sarkeesian has mentioned he will be an every-down player. Jalen Waddle will be. They'll be able to get him the ball more naturally. So there it is right there. A little bit of announcement here, folks. So the top five guys, the top five all-time donators to the Super Chats here for TDA, top five all-time donators to the Super Chats via TDA, your names will be shown in blue on the YouTube chat line. So if you're one of the top five all-time donators via Super Chats for TDA on YouTube, your name will be shown in blue on the screen there. So we take our next break here on the show. Don't touch that down. Upon our return, we get into some other things to watch for in Alabama's second scrimmage. I know Bryce Young the sexy topic, the chic topic, but there are some other things you got to keep your eye on here in this second scrimmage, and we'll touch on those after this.
If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back in, people. We are back in on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. I just show on the streets, number one form for your Crimson Tide football football news. I'll be yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And this is In My Own Words, appreciating everybody tuning in on today. And before we jump into the final topic, got to remind you of TDAware.com. That is TDAware.com. Now, if you are a fan of the Crimson Tide, you eat it, you sleep it, you breathe it, you love it, you go to church in it, don't care what you do. You are a fan of Alabama football, diehard fan, and you are in support of the coaching staff, the program, the players. You gotta go to TDAware.com and purchase you the We Want Football shirts and the Let Them Play shirts. We Want Football shirts and the Let Them Play shirts. Now, there's other apparel you can get, and we're not just pigeonholing you to these two shirts. Other apparel on the site you can get. But you love the Crimson Tide. You're supporting the coaching staff. You are supporting other players. You are all about that Bama. Got to go to TDAware.com. Do it right now. TDAware.com. Purchase you the We Want Football shirts or the Let Them Play shirts, courtesy of us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But get into now. Final topic of the conversation here. Other positions to watch for, other aspects to watch for in the scrimmage this weekend. Bryce Young's the big topic. Quarterback plays the big topic. That's why we started off with it. I mean, are there other important positions? But people are so locked in on what's going to happen at quarterback. But right now, we look into other aspects that you need to keep your eye on here inside Bryant-Denny Stadium coming up on Saturday. So, first and foremost, the first aspect Continuity on the offensive line is key. Continuity on the offensive line. We know what we're getting with Alex Netherwood, Deontay Brown, Evan Neal, Landon Dickerson. All four of those guys have played a lot of football together. We know what we're getting from those four. You can even slide Chris Owens in there as the fifth guy that's got a lot of experience on this line. But the theme from Coach Saban this week, especially if you watched his presser, has been we got to get better, we got to do better, we got to play better, we got to have guys on the field that will play winning football consistently every snap, every rep, every practice, every game. And he has been all about playing more guys, getting more guys reps, getting more guys opportunities, getting, getting more guys chances on the field in terms of creating that depth because with this virus with the coronavirus pandemic in here there may be some moments where a couple of guys get sick one to two players get sick they'll have to miss some time and you have to go to your bench and trust the guys on that bench to get up get out there in the game and play winning football you got to go to your guys that you've given experience to that you've given reps to that you've given opportunities to and see can these guys go out here and prove to us they can play winning football so building up the depth here with getting these guys reps on the offensive line having guys be more versatile play different positions big deal here so this is an opportunity for players like Pierce Quick for players like Amari Kite for players like Emil Ekior Jr for freshmen like Damian George and Javion Cohan for guys like Tommy Brown these are opportunities for those guys even Darian Dalcourt to where you know can you get out there on the field and in building that depth showing Coach Saban 
showing Kyle Fuller, the offensive line coach, and the teammates around you that you can get out there and play winning football should the team need you out there in terms of if a player or two gets sick, hopefully nobody gets hurt, but you got to have that depth. You got to have that continuity on the offensive line aside from the main key cogs here and Alex Netherwood, Nandon Dickerson, Evan Neal, and Deontay Brown. So that's the first aspect. Second aspect to look at in this scrimmage, the tight end position. Will a marquee tight end, will a big play tight end emerge, rise from this scrimmage? You as Alabama fans, you guys out there, everybody that touches the football, you want them to be a threat. As balanced as you want this team in terms of running the football and in the passing game, everybody that touches this pick skin, that touches this football, you want them to be a threat in three different categories. You want them to be a threat in terms of scoring the ball. You want them to be a threat in terms of moving the chains, picking up first downs. Or you want them to be a threat by running defensive players over and putting that fear in a defender's mind of who in the heck is that guy and when is he going to get the ball again because I'm two-stepping out the way. I ain't trying to get ran over no more. So you want the players that have the ball in their hands to be a threat and in terms of the tight end position we have seen what oj howard was able to do we saw what irv smith jr put together so who is that next guy from the scrimmage could it be miller forestall could it be jaleel billingsley could it be cameron latu who has had a great camp who's had a great fall practice great camp could it be carl tucker who is coming here from north carolina and has played well himself. Coach Saban has been nothing but uh, showering praises upon one Carl, uh, Carl Tucker. So, will a marquee tight end, will, a, will an elite tight end rise here in Saturday's scrimmage? That is the second aspect right there. When you look at the third aspect, it goes to the defensive line. And this is a young group. You've got some veterans here on this D-line. There's LeBron Ray who's back. There's Fidarian Mathis who's back. You got DJ Dale back for his sophomore year. But for the young players out there, can the young guys on this defensive line, can they stuff the run? Can they play assignment football? Can they be disciplined? Can they hit their gaps, fill their gaps? Can they also collapse put pressure on the pocket, get in the face of the quarterback and affect the passing game. And this is and that's the thing that Fidarian Mathis talked about this week is having this defensive line affect the quarterback. You got Freddie Roach back in here as the defensive line coach. He's been infusing passion. He's been infusing energy. He's been injecting this no-nonsense mentality. Fire off the ball. Do your job and be in that giant wall of making opposing offenses feel hopeless out there on the field. So you got young guys here. On this defensive line, with Christian Barmore back, as he's looked to be more so the leader this year, with Bro with Byron Young, with Justin Aboigby, with Stephon Wynn, without Stephon Wynn, with uh, Ishmael Sopcher, excuse me, with Big Tim Smith, with Jamirian Latham, Jamil Burroughs. You got a lot of young guys here on this defensive front rotation. So can you get those young guys to play quality ball? You know, winning football. I mean, last but not least here, an aspect to look at the secondary, primarily in that nickel role and that star role at corner. It comes down to these two freshmen, Malachi Moore or Brian Branch, the two four stars. I know early in camp, people were talking about Jalen Armour Davis. People were talking about Ronald Williams Jr. You had guys that looked at maybe Alabama moves, Patrick Sertan, the second to nickel. Not the case. Battle comes down. Malachi Moore, Brian Branch. The highlight safety versus the thumper, black version of Benny Sanceri. Which one of these two takes this job home, wins this job outright as the starter in the nickel package at that star row slot corner? 
all of those right there huge aspects for the crimson tide in this second scrimmage this weekend but you want the best news notes information and coverage here Tide nation you can do this by accessing the touchdown alabama magazine app easy to do here you download this from the iphone app store if you're rocking team apple google play store if you've got the android phone for your audio listening needs we have you covered here itunes or apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher spreaker TuneIn radio google play overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. we have you covered if the good and gracious lord sees fit i'll be back on monday continuing the conversation that is tight football you can purchase individual copies fans of touchdown alabama magazine have those sent to your door link will be found in the description and also you can still get that online issue that online subscription to touchdown alabama magazine by going to touchdownalabama.com click join still 5.95 a month but this goes until september 15th 5.95 a month goes until september 15th where you can get the latest news on alabama the print magazine and also the exceptional recruiting news from our own justin smith that link will be found in the description as well but as always husbands love your wives wives appreciate value those husbands children it is the weekend do those things legitimately now to not be bored be sure to get you those three hearty meals a day those three great laughs a day protect yourself protect the loved ones around you until next time folks i'm your man stephen m smith and this has been in my own words